Hello there, and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz with Brayden podcast, a show to encourage and empower creative CEOs just like yourself through actionable legal, tax, and financial topics. I'm Brayden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator, but you can just call me Brayden, your gay best friend, here to help you unfuck that biz. If you're ready to dive in, grab a notebook, maybe some coffee, and buckle in to learn how you can implement solid strategies to build a profitable business. Well, hello, friend, and welcome back to the Unfuck Your Biz with Brayden podcast. As always, this is your host, Brayden. And today we are diving into the February 2023 profit report. So if you're new to the pod, I try to do these profit reports, reports every month. Um, I, I started out doing them like really just for everyone else's benefit, because I think that we need more transparency in numbers. Not really because like any other third parties like have a right to know how much money we make, but just because I don't think that money should be such a taboo topic and we shouldn't be afraid to talk about, you know, our goals and especially how much money we're spending, right? That's why it's called a profit report. Um, you'll probably notice that I spend 80% of the podcast talking about revenue and only 20% or less talking about profit. Um, for me, that's really because there's just more to talk about with the revenue and there's less to talk about with the profit, but it is a profit report because we're talking about the expenses, right? At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter how much money we're bringing into the business if we're not managing to keep enough in to actually pay ourselves. Otherwise, like, is it a business, you know? So that's kind of the objective of the profit report. What I was what I was getting at earlier, and I kind of lost my train of thought, apologies, it's, it's early, is I was saying I used to just record these for all of your everyone listening, all of your benefit. Um, and I still do. But now I find immense benefit just for myself, because sitting down to outline this podcast every month helps me do my own goal projections, which you know, I might not do on a monthly basis, uh, really helps me dig into the numbers, see where I am. And it's been uh, great. So I would encourage you to go through the same kind of process, even if you're not gonna, you know, record yourself, uh, maybe it could be like a journaling exercise you do on a monthly basis. Um, or just a real long sit down with the intent of organizing your numbers. Um, okay, so quick recap um, to go over and review the goals that we had for 2023. Um, I mentioned these on the last podcast. I'm just kind of kind of gloss over them again. Um, I have a big goal to hit 20k consistent months in the business. So last year we were doing. 15 pretty consistently. I think we did. No, we didn't do 20 each of the last months in the quarter, but the last two months. So we were kind of trending up. Q4 is always a big month for me or a big quarter. Yeah. Q4 is always my biggest quarter. Um, so I can't always use that to like necessarily pro project where we're going in the following year, but I can compute that, compare that Q4 to the previous Q4 and see that we're trending up. Um, it looks like we're on track um, for 20K months this year. It's a little bit hard to tell um, because we obviously we only have two months. We did 15K, almost 15K in January, which I was fairly happy with um, because that's close to what we did last year. But last year, we did a lot more promotion. This January, we did less promotion. Um, but then we did 2250 in February. So that was exciting because... 
my intent was that we would get at least 15K each month in Q1 and then get up to 20K each month thereafter. Um, we did over that in February, but that doesn't mean that we're guaranteed to just be like be on that path right now. Um, specifically because we just launched the law firm last week. So with the launch, we had a lot of energy and excitement in, a lot of new leads and a lot of um, basically like a big injection of income just over this past week that I can't necessarily expect, you know, in the months to come. Uh, instead, the MRR, or monthly recurring revenue and new baseline revenue should be more telling. So um, my other big goal is to get monthly recurring revenue close to $20,000 by the end of the year. So just a reminder, monthly recurring revenue, is, is, we're not talking about payment plans necessarily. A payment plan is, you know, if you allow someone to pay you $1,000 in two installments or five installments, that's, I would call that an installment plan. Uh, a payment plan is more like a subscription. So think like Netflix, anything that you pay for on a monthly basis, basis and it's understood you're never going to fully pay for the thing. It's you just pay for it until you don't want the service anymore. That's monthly recurring revenue in my book. So for the month of February, our monthly recurring revenue was close to $11,000. So um, monthly recurring revenue is pretty hard to grow. 20K by the end of the year might be a stretch. Um, but the reality is, you know, with our new legal subscription in the law firm, we might be able to get it to like 15. Um, and with our monthly bookkeeping services, we might be able to get it to like 15 in the next few months. And then we typically do a really big launch for Profit RX in the fall, which is where we would add, we would kind of like bridge the gap for our goal. Uh, the third big goal, so we had monthly revenue, monthly recurring revenue were the first two. The third big goal is to average under 35% for our expenses, which is a profit margin of 65%. I was off to a pretty bad start in January. Um, we're definitely not like catching up, but we were a lot closer to the goal in February. So a little bit more on the law firm launch. Um, we launched just a week ago and brought in $8,000 um, in revenue so far in the law firm, which is amazing. We have a lot more um, a lot more contracts and invoices out and emails out to potentially interested clients. So that's fun as well. Uh, I also just made, <laughs> made a last minute decision a couple of days ago. We'll see if this, if I end up changing my mind, but I made a last minute decision to combine, to kind of combine my websites. And what I mean by that is all of the, um, all of the like checkout pages for my LLC for the education business will still live on that website. Um, but rather than like trying to send people back and forth from one to the other and one to the other, um, I just put all the information for all my programs on the new law firm website and then it will like click you over to the education site for the blog and the podcast, but you you might not necessarily know where you're jumping to. Um, I'm doing that really just to kind of clear up confusion because at the end of the day, like our all of our messaging and marketing makes sense to have one unified message. Uh, we just for legal reasons need to separate separate the one on one stuff from the education stuff. Um, so to quickly give you an overview of the offer structure in the two businesses, we have one-time offers. So like one-time payments, not monthly recurring things. Um, we have really two two different kind of categories or buckets. We have low ticket stuff through the education business. So that's our $30 courses and my book, pretty straightforward. Those are our like entry point products. And then in the law firm, we have VIP days. So you can book a VIP day consultation. We can work on all sorts of stuff. And then for ongoing monthly support, that's the MRR kind of stuff. We have Profit RX, 
and the education company and then legal our legal subscription which is new and our bookkeeping um our book monthly bookkeeping and the law firm there's some other one-off stuff as well like trademarks we can't do on a vip day etc so some ideas and goals moving forward for the firm uh i'd like to do start doing trademarks in batches that's a goal of mine so three a month would be ideal five will probably be my max for the first several months so what i'm going to try to do is onboard of all, all of our trademark clients in the first week of the month work on them over the next couple weeks like wind those down and then you know start the next batch so this way we're not bringing new people in all the time it just makes a lot more sense um for me and i think for everyone on my team I'd also like to average about one VIP day per week, one half VIP day. This, this week, I'm actually squeezing this recording in before we do a half VIP day with a client. Um, and we're doing three this week. So we have one Tuesday, uh, Thursday, and Friday, which is not something I want to do on an ongoing basis. But since we just launched the law firm last week, we had a lot of people who wanted to work with us um, and were eager to get started. So we scheduled as many as we could this week. I'd also like to grow our legal subscription to 25 people by the end of March. I'm going to be talking a lot more about that in the upcoming episodes, what it's for, how it's working, what the benefits are, all that kind of stuff. Uh, 25 folks might be a stretch goal. We're at seven right now. Uh, it's been pretty incredible, though, like the kind of stuff I've been able to help people with just as we really open that. Um, really, we officially opened it last week. Um, but I've had a few people in it now for a few weeks who I kind of offered a ten of them after they, after they messaged me with certain predicaments. Uh, if we did consistent 10 K months in the law firm, which I think is possible, that would exceed any expectations I had about a month or so ago. Um, I may even need to get my S corp rolling sooner rather than later, but we'll see. We'll see. I think March is going to be really telling and I have more on that in a moment. Let's recap to recap the goals and projections I had for February. This is the bullet pointed list. I was expecting $8,000 in revenue from ProfitRx, our monthly membership, about $4,000 from low ticket stuff in the education business. And then we always have some other stuff as well. From the law firm, about $1,200 in recurring revenue from existing clients. And then I figured we'd have $3,000 in tax return clients. Uh, I don't really know why I didn't kind of assume that we would book anything through our launch. Maybe I just wanted to be conservative last month. I'm not sure. But that came out to $16,200 in revenue. The actual numbers, we brought in $9,000 from ProfitRx. Uh, and then we also had an additional $1,000 annual payment. So $9,000 in recurring revenue, $1,000 in an annual payment. So ten dollars total. So $2,000 more than anticipated. Low ticket stuff was $1,000 less. Um, so those two things just kind of offset each other in the LLC. We had other income in the LLC, the education business as well, which brought the total for that business to $14,400. And the law firm, we did about $1,500 in tax stuff. So that includes our monthly bookkeeping clients. And um, I, I think one, maybe one deposit for a tax return. Uh, I'm expecting to get like three more of those today, which is the last day of February. So those will probably go on the March books. $2,100 in legal stuff, which includes our legal subscription, and I think one or two trademark clients, and then $4,500 in consultation. So I think that's three half VIP days, or we may, we may have had, I think we have a, a couple one-hour strategy calls as well. 
So that totaled $8,000 through the law firm for a total of $22,500. But now we have to talk profit, right? So that was just the revenue, $22,500. Talking profit, almost all of the expenses came from the LLC this month. Um, I'm still waiting for my, for my law firm debit card. I like, don't even really have a, a good way to spend money for that business right now. But truly, uh, you know, and this is something I arguably maybe should not say on a podcast, but if I was talking to you all one-on-one, I would tell you this is the reality of starting a new business. Um, there are some expenses we're paying for through the LLC that probably need to be transferred over to the law firm, but there are expenses that, you know, benefit both businesses. So like right now I'm recording this podcast through Zoom. I pay $15 a month for Zoom. At this point, like the podcast is owned by the LLC, but obviously we're marketing both businesses. So, you know, what do you do with that expense wise? You could split it if you wanted to, but it's kind of like semantics at that point. So that's what I mean by definitely some shared expenses. So almost all the expenses came through the LLC, about $4,000, which was the biggest chunk, um, went to team. So my employees and contractors that work with me on a regular basis, uh, that's about $1,000 over where I wanted to be. I really started the year wanting to be at around $2,000 for that figure, but we still have a lot of folks onboarding and profit RX. So our bookkeeper and our client success coordinator are spending a lot of extra hours, extra meaning above like what they're normally uh, weekly expected time would be to do the one-on-one -on -one calls with all of those folks. Um, I'm realizing that keeping it under 2000 may not be plausible as we're moving forward, especially with a lot more VIP days because the bookkeeper, our bookkeeper Bree is gonna be on those with me as well. Um, but under 3000, I think would be doable and that would help me get my margins kind of in place. So I'll have to take a look at that. We also sent about $1,000 out to affiliates. Um, and affiliate, like expenses with affiliates, our goal is actually for that expense to be high, right? Because even if we're paying a 50% affiliate commission, you know, if we had a line item in our books that said $5,000 in affiliates, like you might look at that and say, oh, that's a really high number, but that means that they brought in $10,000 of income. So we never mind seeing the affiliate, the affiliate number high. We, ac we actually want it high. Uh, I spent $800 on online programs. That one, I'm not even, <laughs> I don't even really remember. I bought... I had to have bought a course or something. I should have taken note of it. So apologies. I don't know where that number came from to tell you. Uh, office expenses, $900. About 700 of that came from a pro a new program I signed up for, Thrivecart, which is a checkout platform. That's what I bought for the law firm. So it's what we're using to process payments through there. Uh, and that's actually a lifetime payment. So I won't have to pay for that again, which is great. Last month in January, I had a similar payment for the CRM we're using for the law firm. I'm just kind of expecting that as the law firm gets rolling, we're going to have a couple more of those big ticket expenses as we introduce, you know, more savvy systems for the business. It's just kind of inevitable, right? So that was about it. Um, I would call all those like medium level expenses. We didn't have any, like in January, we had $3,000 like out to my designer. That was a really big one. We didn't have anything over like 700 so total expenses came to 800, which meant that my profit uh, in the education business specifically was 6,500 before considering my own salary. My salary was 4,400, which meant we had profit of about $2,000 left in the LLC. But if we factor in the law firm, um, I mentioned that we had about $8,000 in revenue and pretty much no expenses. So then the uh, profit 
before salary goes up to around $14,000. So $14,000 in total profit through both businesses on $22,500 in revenue for a margin of 62%. So 62%, which means 38% went to expenses. This is the primary metric I'll be tracking. Um, obviously for tax purposes and all those things, like we're not combining these numbers on the tax returns, but as the owner of the business, like I'm not looking to sell right now. I'm really just looking at, you know, what am I benefiting from my businesses? So it's easy for me to lump those numbers together and see what are we profiting overall. So my goal is to get the profit to 65% um, with that metric in mind. So I also decided to introduce something new. Um, I debated whether I wanted to bring this up because it's a little confusing, but I think it's a fun breakdown and something you all can do if you're really looking at your numbers. I decided to introduce like an over under goal section in my uh, bookkeeping spreadsheet. So last year I did 170K in revenue. This year I'd really like to see a minimum, like a minimum minimum of 225. Um, and my stretch goal is 300. So like, I really want to shoot for 300. That would be amazing. So I used a multiplier, like I did a little bit of math and figured out how much money I would need to make, how much more money I would need to make every month to get to 300,000, right? So like if I did, you know, 15K in March last year, maybe I need to do 20K in March this year to put me on the path to 300. Um, and I did it based on like trending the cycles in the business, meaning if April is a slow month, then I am allowing this this year to be a slow month in April as well, but I still have to do more money in April, right? In order to trend up to that 300K. I hope that makes sense. Um, I could actually break down the math, but I don't know if that would make it more or less confusing. So using this multiplier to try to track this goal of 300K, um, I was way under in January, $13,000 under the goal in January, but $5,000 over in February, which means year to date, I'm $7,000 under uh, where I need to be to hit that goal. To be perfectly honest with you all, we just had a really good February. So I was like, maybe 300K is possible. So I'm going to map all of this out. My formula wants me to do at least 21,000 in March. That would be like the break even to trend to 300. But I want to see if I can make up some of that 7,000 under. So I'm shooting for 25K, which would then put me at, you know, 3,000 under. And then if I go, you know, $1,000 over the next month and 1,000 over the next and 1,000 over the next, we'll be on trend at that point, break even on trend for 300K. So I hope that makes some sense. Um, this coming month in March is going to be very telling for me, um, but I'm trying not to put pressure on that. And this is what I mean, right? So I talked about how uh, with the launch last week, we have a lot of people who've maybe been wanting to work with us um, for a little while. They weren't sure if they'd be able to. So as soon as we put up the law firm intake form, they jumped on it and filled it out. Um, other people just like to be part of a launch. We love you for that. Uh, so they jumped on it as well. So it's hard for us to tell if the um, hard for me to tell if exceeding my goal for the month of February is due to the launch or if this is a trend, if this is just kind of like the new reality, right? So when I say March is very telling, I even think this first week of March, next week, the first couple weeks of March, we're still going to have a lot of new clients um, post launch. But then after that, It'll be interesting to see if things start to die down. Like if, if you know, it's not going to totally die down. We're still going to get clients. I'm not like not worried about that. But if things are going to calm down a little bit or 
if we're still going to have people rolling in our existing clients are going to start to send us referrals. And so I think by the end of March, I'll have a much clearer picture of if the 300K goal is something we should strive for in the upcoming months, or if that's not really realistic and we need to realign expectations so that we can, you know, bring ourselves back down to earth, so to speak. So that's what I mean by, I think March will be very telling, but I'm not pressuring myself. Like I'm not going to bust my ass to try to hit a revenue goal in March. I'm going to let the leads come in, follow up with them, do everything I need to do and see what happens and allow that to kind of uh, be a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like an omen. I don't like the word omen, a prophecy. I don't know. It, I'll, I'll let it kind of project what the rest of the year could look like. So with that in mind, here are my goal breakdowns um, for, or projections. We could call them goals or projections. They're a little bit of both for the month of March. $8,000 for Profit Rx. So around the same, it, it probably will be a little bit higher. I should probably put um, actually, let me change that to 9,000 and I'm going to change something else. So we're going to say 9,000 for profit RX low ticket stuff through the education business, 3000. So that's the contract club along with our other $30 courses and my book for a total of 12,000. Yeah. 12,000 in the LLC. Uh, and then we have tax stuff. So bookkeeping clients and tax returns, $5,000, Legal stuff, $4,000. So that includes the monthly legal subscription and some trademark clients. And then the goal would be about a VIP day a week, uh, three total for $3,500, which would bring the total total income for both businesses to $25,500. So that's kind of what we're shooting for. Um, I hope this breakdown was helpful to you. If you enjoy this episode, I would love it if you would share it on Instagram. And specifically... If you enjoy the profit reports, I would love for you to send me a DM and tell me what you like about them. Um, I love listening to other people's profit reports. I just think it's fascinating, but I also just, you know, like to talk about the numbers and the data. But if there's a specific thing that you're interested in hearing more about, like if you're like Brayden, that over under thing is really interesting or Brayden, I want to know like more about the low ticket offers in particular, or I want to hear more about how you do projections. Let me know because I can spend uh, more time on those moving forward. Right now, I just kind of try to keep it general because I uh, don't know what's resonating for everyone. So let me know. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you have any interest in working with us or hearing about any more of these programs, you can go to uh, notavglaw.com. There's a getting started tab. You can click on that, fill out our form, and I'll send you an email. Uh, about what I recommend. So thanks again. And I hope you have a fabulous day. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.